sure the y'all is off the chain. That is off the chain, y'all. It's gonna be awesome. Astro D, loving relationships, that's my specialty, but I love throwing some flavor and simplicity onto learning astrology. Everybody, today, I got something special for everybody. We're going to talk about these upcoming elections, but I have some special guests with me, some very, very special guests with me. And uh, we had originally called ourselves the Astro Geeks, um, which was like, acclaimed it was it was just so cool when i first heard it i was like what i'm not a geek like no but wait a minute no i am i am a geek for astrology for real for real um and i want to i want them to first introduce themselves because they're all very powerful powerful astrologers and we had first predicted trump's win back in what was it y'all 20 what year was that shit i felt like 20 years ago when did we predict that 2017 i think it was 2016 16, yeah. 2016. So back in 2016, we were on there. Man, I remember fumbling with my notes that night, being mad because I was late. It was just so much going on, but it was, like I said, a powerful thing that lasted, and we were right. We were correct. Okay, y'all? We were right. So I want to start with introducing the crew. All right? Good start. Who, whoever wants to, to start? April. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's up, everybody? Um, I'm April. My um, name that I go under for astrology is Cosmic Homegirl, and I am an astrologer. Um, I also read tarot. I'm an intuitive astrologer, and I am excited to um, participate in this again. Last time, I was able to see through the transits, through astrology, that Trump was going to win, no matter if people liked it or not so i'm excited to see what happens this time and what everybody else has to say mm -hmm. all right what's up mr gemini brown hey what's up y'all um i'm gemini brown i'm a youtube astrologer and um yeah i'm happy to be here with the astro geeks for anybody out there who isn't familiar uh with with me you can check me out on youtube under gemini brown um yeah, I love Astro. I'm looking forward to chopping it up with y'all. That's right. Karina. Beautiful. What's up, everyone? I'm Karina. My YouTube channel is I of Karina. And I love talking about astrology. I also really like to dive into occult stuff. So I really enjoy expanding my digging and investigation. So if you guys want to check me out on YouTube, I have Karina, and I'm really excited to be here. Yes, and you guys would love Karina's channel, especially now, man. She is going in them quote-unquote conspiracy theories, all that stuff. <laughs> she gets in it. And I say quote-unquote because ugh, that's that's a whole nother topic, y'all. But but we're going to stick with, yes, we're going to stick to this one. It is. I just want to say I, I enjoy your work, uh, Karina. Um, I'm, I, I always say I'm open to all conspiracy theories, you mm -hmm. know, so. Uh, your stuff always makes me think. So yeah, even plug plug your new video. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the most recent one, the WAP video. Oh shoot, you did one on WAP. Okay. Yeah, I just did one on WAP, and I'm working on Black is King, and um, 
I think that it actually is all political. So definitely, mm. um, it's definitely a conversation for another time, but yeah, yeah, it's no. all, all related. Because <laughs> I say, you know what, in order to separate a, a conspiracy theory from a lie, there, there's a separation from a conspiracy theory to a lie because there's some truth in it. And that truth is what needs to be investigated, people. You can't just say, oh, something's a conspiracy theory and just completely knock it out. It's not a lie because there's some truth there. There's something, Absolutely. some base to it. So, right, yeah. Right. So, so yeah. See, we about to go off on a tangent, y'all, because because right. we we all have so much to offer to just this world right now. This this new age that that we're coming into. Um, but we're gonna start. Okay, we're gonna look at we're gonna look at three. Because first, I didn't even tell you exactly what we're doing today. Today, we're going to look at the three, the two candidates that are up. Mr. Joe Biden. Okay, and then Trump. Donald J. Trump. And then we're going to, we also, thanks to Karina, had the idea to bring in Kamala. Let's bring in Miss Kamala Harris. Y'all call her Camilla or Kamala? I, I say it's Kamala. It's Kamala for real, for real? I'm not sure. I, 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 I pretty much just heard Kamala. <laughs> Kamala, right? What you call her, April? You say Kamala? Yeah, I've heard her name as Kamala, so. At first, I was reading this Camilla. I said, oh, shoot, Camilla. And now, okay. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, so we're going to start off with Kamala Harris, right? We're going to look, we're looking at her chart and um, yeah, we're going to just, just say, just say what's on our mind. What do we see? What do we see? I also want to talk about that day as well, y'all. I don't know if y'all pulled up the chart for that day, but what I did was I looked, I took notes on who they were uh, individually by looking at the natal. And then I looked at transits for that day and I was kind of tripping like, oh my God, what is, what is really going on? So yeah, um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. So um, yeah, let's just go around the round table. Um, I'll go last because I've been running my mouth a lot. So I'm going to go last, but um, yeah, let's start like in the same order with April again. Um, Cosmic homegirl. What, what, what is the first thing that I guess came up to you looking at Kamala's chart? Um, looking at her natal chart alone, um, the first thing that stood out to me was that, um, well, I I'm looking at only their transits. I'm not looking at anything to do with anyone's personality or anything like that. Okay. Okay. It's um, whether, or whether or not the astrological transits point to them having an advantage when it comes to winning the election. That's all I looked at. And what okay. I think is that um, she is in the middle of a nodal return. Now, I looked at astro themes. They claim Trump two, Trump two. Okay, let me stop. Okay, keep going, keep going. Yes, both of them. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So okay. I looked at Astro theme, and they claim that um, she's a Gemini rising. They claim they have her birth time from her birth certificate. So that's okay. what I'm rocking with. Okay. And if that is actually accurate, she's in. Give the me that time. Give me that time real quick that you got. Um. Yeah. Let me look at. It. I'm pulling it up right now. But if it is correct, then she okay. is a. Um, She's a Gemini rising mm. and her North node is on the ascendant. So um, I'm looking at that, the fact that she's in a nodal return. I feel like whoever's in their nodal return, their lives are going to change big drastically, time. Drastically. Yeah. And, and it could either be, it's the end of an old era and the beginning of a new era for these people. Um, they have her born at 928 PM on Astro theme. And they say that it's from her birth certificate. So, Oh, wow. Let's, you know, I'm still a little sketchy when they say that, but it's like, hmm, okay. Well. Unless it's the doctor that pulled the baby out. I don't trust you. <laughs> I don't trust you. 
right? Right. Okay. But we'll work with it, and it's right. hypothetical still to me. But whatever. You, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna use your time. I put your time in uh, my system. So Gemini, what you next? What, what do you think? Well, what's the first thing that that came up to you with Camilla? Kamala. 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 Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, so. I just wanted to say, like, just for anybody out there, always, always question these birth times. Mm-hmm. Um, don't just, yeah, believe it, because I don't know. Like you said, no one really knows. So what I like to do a lot of times for public figures, I feel like even if you use their solar chart, putting the sun and the ascendant, you can still gauge a large portion of information about them because it reflects their outer personality. And ultimately, that's what we all see. Yes. Um, Thank you. Word. So I noticed a couple of things. One thing I noticed about all the um, candidates here, they're all full moon babies. And to me, that's always speaks of being able to do it big and, and manifest things. So with uh, Kamala, I noticed here that she's a, a Libra, a Libra sun with an Aries moon. So for me, Libra corresponds directly with politics. Um, It's the diplomat. It is the peacemaker. So seeing that in opposition uh, to the Aries moon and her actually being a woman, it actually makes sense that she is getting this opportunity, whereas uh, Hillary got her opportunity, but I just feel like it's a little bit of a different energy with Kamala being this full moon baby Libra. Libras tend to be likable. Even if you don't agree with some of the things of, of she stands for. Extremely uh, agreeable person. Yeah. Right. Like, you still kind of, uh, she has some likability. So that, that was one of the first things that uh, stood out to me. I did, I always look at it in the sense of like trying to gauge the personality or like, how this person would be. So first and foremost is someone who is highly aware of others. Um, The opposition with her being an Aries moon, I feel like makes that more prominent in her life. So uh, Libras can tend to try to be people pleasers. I just feel like in her scenario, uh, her ego is contained to some extent. So in the realm of politics, I feel like this is, it's good. It it works well. So I kind of saw like some things I saw just in, in terms of observing her energy, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent. Karina, what's up girl? What you think? Well, um, I like <laughs> what everybody said. I definitely agree that, that if this Gemini rising is accurate, the North node being right on her ascendant speaks a lot about this is a time for her to be in the public eye and to be introduced in the public eye in a very polarizing way. And I think that she already did that in the debates for um, for the de- democratic debates in which she had actually like called out Joe Biden and was like, kind of like his um, antagonist like at first. So I thought it was interesting that she was his choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's a lot going on behind the scenes, you know, with Mercury in Scorpio. I was just going to go there. Yeah. Yeah. It feels very strategic, right? Like mm-hmm. that Mercury is like, you know, there's a lot that maybe could have even been planned. That's clearly speculation, but I just feel like um 
also also touching on her Aries moon um that she likes the fight she likes the competition she likes to move with a, a rigor like to move very quickly um and she I think that she is a great candidate with Joe Biden because she will bring out um, more of that fight, which I feel will be really powerful. Mm. So that's that's my take on on Kamala Excellent. so far. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, so coming back to me, um, the first couple things I noticed was for sure. It's so funny. That's the first thing that April said was that North Node conjunction because that stood out like whoa. It's like wow, this woman is really taking a skyrocket. And even if, and even more so, um, now with that time that you gave me, it, it validates this for me at least, because she's got that Uranus in her 11th house, the people that she's connecting to. She's connecting to some weird folks at the same time, but like, you know, she, she's, she's making some really strong connections that could reverse her, reverse her, because Uranus is about sudden reversals too. So um, that could catapult her to, to uh, her hopes, dreams, whatever, you know, an 11th house on a simple, simple plane. And another thing that I love that uh, Karina had mentioned was when she was talking about that Mercury in Scorpio. Now, uh, the thing about it, this, the strategy, this is an extreme diplomat here. This woman, I think she is a pro professional at knowing how to appease both sides. It's almost like, um, yeah, she's a master at it and a master at knowing what to say, what not to say, and what secrets to keep. This is a, a professional secret keeper as well. Um, now, you know, this is not good nor bad, the ability to keep secrets. People can take that for what they want to take it. But, um, you know, I even noticed that Mercury and Scorpio, y'all, I don't know what's up with politicians and Mercury and Scorpio, because Biden, I think, even had Mercury and Scorpio, and didn't Hillary? Hillary had Mercury and Scorpio. Did y'all see that? Correct. Yeah. So I don't know what that is. Um, you guys can make draw your own conclusions. What else did I see? You know, and I was actually a little surprised when I saw her. I was like, oh, she, she's probably real nice to hang out with. You know, I'm just saying, y'all, on a side note, she seems like she would be a very um, pleasant person with, like I said, with all that Libra um, on that end. But as far as the day of election, with that time frame, she's got a packed eighth house mm. of others, okay? And what you're receiving from others. So, um, and it's Jupiter is there, Pluto is there, power could be there. So receiving from others, she's partnering with Joe Biden. Mm. That's, that's pretty much where, where I wanna leave it there with Kamala. Uh, we yeah. can bring everything all together. Can I say something in? Please, um, please, yeah. Uh, she, uh, She's experiencing Jupiter trying Jupiter as well because she's a, a Jupiter and Taurus. Mm, yes. Yeah, that's that's a really good aspect to have. Like I, I, other candidates have some Sun uh, Jupiter aspects, but Jupiter trying Jupiter, I feel like is like like really strong. But also, I just want to say something else with mm -hmm, her too. Mm -hmm. um, so. With her being a Libra sun, and then the deposited of her sun being in in Venus, um, being in Virgo, mm -hmm. and then this stellium, yeah, this is this is the time. She was bound to come into some type of 
bigger authority. Yeah, she's getting that hookup. Right, right. Because you know, <laughs> others, others have said like other candidates might have been better, but I just think Mm-mm. this is where it, it comes to her actual energy. And I would just add that I like it in the sense of it being connected to Virgo because Virgo's kind of like a selfless energy. It's a service-oriented. True. So uh, where we look at with uh, Donald, it can be very (laughs) (laughs) ego-driven and all of that. But just looking at... She's not about her ego, no. Yeah. Yeah, She's in it for the work to really... Serve. Change and all that, yeah. So. Sorry, sorry. You just get me excited. Get me excited because you you you're hitting it. Also, another thing I see about that day, she's gonna be sounding real good, y'all. At least for the you know around that time period, Mercury is getting close to her Mercury, and no, her Venus. Sorry, her Venus is getting close to her Mercury and her Sun. Neptune is even about to. Uh, I'm sorry, Mercury is also about to hit Neptune. I feel like she's gonna be on point, you know, just with herself. Uh, that that. Uh, period around that period but i also needed to look at the day of debates um anybody else have anything they want to pop in and add before we move on yeah um excuse me um yeah mercury will be going direct on that day Mm. from being retrograde in libra and it'll be in a conjunction with her natal sun and be direct so that's i think that's a an advantage there but also um another another thing that i noticed with her is that um, looking forward, like looking ahead at the next few years, if, you know, she was elected, um, she would have, it would be her Saturn return also, because she's Saturn mm-hmm. in Aquarius. Oh, shit. Yeah. And, you know, that can be a make or break time, but it could be a time of great responsibility. And I, I look at um, presidency, like Saturn is associated with it, is one of the things associated with presidency. So with it being her Saturn return, that also makes me like hmm you know and then plus um the fact that we're gonna have um saturn and jupiter in aquarius and then we're eventually gonna have pluto in aquarius in the next couple of years and um everybody is uh you know like with all the aquarius energy happening everybody wants something different now like you know that's what aquarius energy is about it's it's about um, being revolutionary and it would be revolutionary to have a woman president because we've right. never had one yet, you know? That's right. So that's another advantage that I see that, that she has. And um, I've looked back in, in history recently at Saturn and Aquarius, like the last several times it was in Aquarius over the last like hundred and something years. Um, well, the last hundred years. And anytime we've had Saturn and Aquarius, mm-hmm. um, we've had a president that was likable and that like the people found to be down more down to earth because you know how Aquarius is like uh opposite of Leo Leo is like elevating someone like oh I'm the king of the queen I'm good mm-hmm. you know I'm above all of you peasants you know yeah. but um Aquarius energy is is about everybody being together kind of on the same level having this you know and anytime we've had Saturn and Aquarius we've had a president that everybody has found to be likable and more humanized you know more more human like we had um roosevelt then we had kennedy and we had clinton yeah and and people were like oh they're like us oh you know they're they're down on our level they actually care about us as people like that's 
from what I observed, from, that's yeah, what yeah. I saw. From what what the, the, the uh, projection was supposed to be, the ideal. Yeah, yeah. And thank you for very smoothly correcting that. I had it for November 20th. When I was talking about uh, her Mercury. Oh, I, her I looked it up. I Googled it. It said November 3rd. But yes. Like yeah, I, said, I didn't know. I didn't know. Shit. No, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. You Thank you. Because I'm looking at the 20th. I'm like, but wait a minute, Mercury. So, yes, that was smooth. That was cool. Yeah, her Venus will be in Libra. Her Venus will not be conjuncting her Mercury, like I said. But her Mercury will be conjuncting her Mercury. Uh, her son. Sorry. Her son, Mercury conjunction. Uh, Mercury will be there. So, and Karina, do you have anything you want to throw on here? Anything? I'll just... I know we're going to get to the date, but because that Mercury is in Scorpio and it's it's, it's going to be coming off of a retrograde, mm-hmm. I just feel like the entire presidential race is going to be, it's gonna be not, a shit show. not what we know. And I know that when we get to Trump, we'll talk about it, but he's got dirt on her and I just wonder. Oh shit, no, no, stop, stop, stop. Wait, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Okay. Don't even do it yet. Don't even do it yet. Well, mainly just that that Mercury is going to pull out secrets. So it, I feel like there could be more that's being said. I think that she has mm-hmm. a... Hello? ...in Virgo. Just... Repeat, repeat that. Karina, they are cut really out. like... Karina, you cut out. Repeat can that Can you hear again. me now? Hello? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Yeah, we can hear you. But we didn't get the last part of what yeah. you said about uh, I think um, you were talking about her Virgo energy. Yeah, I was I was I was just gonna say that the Pluto and Virgo generation, right? I feel like they work really well in being service oriented, but at the same time that Plutonian energy in this generation mm-hmm. sometimes can play innocent way more than people realize and so people can be almost like swayed to their position before they really see the big picture and things um so i feel like there's a lot especially with libra um sun you know like there's a lot here that in my like in the overall thing i would say is that there's a lot that is not being seen Mm -hmm. and um there's a lot about kamala that is not as innocent and as it may appear, like even like the way that she antagonized Biden about initially you know, the race relations, I feel like it's while it may seem like oh, hello, hello, you cut out again, Karina. On the bus, and who hey, felt Karina, this way? I don't Karina, feel like she that, feels Karina, as, as she Karina, I need yeah. you to re- I need yeah. you to repeat yeah. that. The FBI is tapping you, girl. All the oh, videos, no. they tapping you, <laughs> and they messing with your lines. I need you to repeat. No, the series she's saying. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. What part did I cut off on? Well, you What's said there, there, she may not be as innocent as we people perceive uh, her to be. And mm-hmm. that's it. That's really all that I want to say. I don't. I don't need. Hey, to um, hey, everybody that's listening. I am moving this podcast to, I'm sorry, um, this is going to be on YouTube. You're probably listening to it on YouTube now. But um, just in case YouTube cuts this off or, or tries to, to block this video for whatever reason, I also have this on podcast uh, on Spotify, Anchor FM, um, Google Play, I believe, as well, too. Okay, so I just wanted to, to let you know that if you're digging this, make sure you check it the rest out on this, uh, the uh, podcast. Okay. That was that was that was getting hot, Karina, because you you was hitting on some spots. You was hitting on some spots. I I agree, and I and I was feeling that when I saw all of uh, when I saw the Libra energy 
And I saw that next to that Mercury and Scorpio. And it's also a trine with Saturn now. She gets a lot from that. She She's yeah. able to gain a lot from her ability to be agreeable and to um, keep secrets, okay, for the people, her friends. Remember that it's opposing, that Mercury's opposing the moon that's in her 11th house. So this is keeping secrets for the people, the groups that she belongs to, right? And that mm-hmm. moon is um, slightly... Okay, we, let's move on. We're going to move on. <laughs> Hold on, let me just say one thing. What's up? I, What's up? You, you can't... You can't put anything past anyone and nope. i don't i don't think any politicians are innocent or whatever Fact. but when you when you just look at when we're just looking at the energy right because i'm looking at it in the sense of like all right these are like leaders right what are leaders of people mm-hmm. i will say this i don't know everything but just looking at her energy she has a lot of placements that would reflect um, integrity from my from my perspective. So you're everything- saying that you you're saying that okay, even though she might know some deep shit, she's she's like okay, I what I believe I know, I have a moral code with it. You believe her morals are high because the Jupiter trines are there, right? Right, and the Sun, her Sun trine Saturn at at the very close orb. And that just makes one very integrity based, and then mm-hmm. with it's Libra. So that that's just how I was looking at it, just in the sense of like, okay, these are people who are gonna make decisions, and like, what would they do? And I see the Mercury and Scorpio. I would prefer. Yeah, go ahead. I would prefer one planet in Scorpio versus a president with a stallion in Scorpio. Yeah. That's different. We're going to talk about that, though. We're going to talk about that. All right. Going to the next candidate. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? I I thank you for that. That was beautiful, each and every one of you, with Kamala. So going on to the next candidate. Woof. I'm getting hot now. I'm getting sweaty. Starting to sweat, y'all. Starting to sweat. We are going to Joe Biden. We're going to go to Joe. We're going to go to Joe. And I'm not going to say, and you know, I got these phrases in my mind about him. But it's not, it's just because I keep hearing him, okay? It's not because, I, I don't know this man, okay? I never hung out with Joe Biden. Um, just looked at his chart and watched some videos, okay? So, going with the same, bro, I like our flow. April, what's up? What do you think about Mr. Joe? Um. Okay, so, uh, of course, the first thing that, that stood out to me <laughs> Or is it he has this the big like stellium and scorpio like every personal planet except for the moon is all in scorpio um which is very interesting interesting uh, yes yeah because when i look at the transits that are going on well and then he has a moon in taurus um yeah if he was born in the morning like they have him online mm-hmm. uh, then he has a taurus moon yeah so um, yeah if that's correct but so if it is then that means that he has the planet uranus is um affecting his moon and also gonna start to eventually oppose oh no all of his scorpio stellium you know over the next several years because i don't know i like that's how i geek out (laughs) it's like i look i I always gotta look ahead um but and so 
this time, excuse me, this time, this decade is definitely one that is bringing a lot of like, um, well, first of all, Uranus can bring popularity. It can bring popularity amongst the masses, um, Mm -hmm. attention on you from the masses. So it's definitely bringing that to him, but it's also like a huge life-changing transit too, to, to shift you like in a, you're like in a lightning storm, you know, like, like a tornado with lightning in it, like being shot somewhere else, like, you know, all the time. So, um, I do see that as life-changing transits, but I, I don't really see too many that point to like a presidency. I don't really see too much popping. Yeah. Like there's an eclipse that's going to happen on his Saturn, on his natal Saturn and natal Uranus. So, you know, that could bring something, but I don't know, just intuitively, just feeling out his chart. I don't really don't feel, strong. yeah, I don't, I don't feel like he's got a lot of super strong um, presidential transits popping off. And I don't know if the people are going to really be down with that Scorpio stellium energy too. Like Oof. I haven't really, I haven't watched any videos. I don't like, I you ain't see the video, girl. You gotta watch. Well, no, you don't have to do nothing. You, you know, what's up. You don't have to do anything. <laughs> just look at the chart. Yeah, yeah. Like I told you, like I purposely just wanted to dive in blind, just looking at charts mm-hmm. and transits and leave it at that. Yeah. Totally unbiased. She is very but objective. Everybody like, very objective. <laughs> I'm trying to be, it. but yeah. So I just, a Scorpio stellium, I don't, I don't see a lot of likable, like, you know, popular, because you have to look at, like, if someone's going to be popular amongst, now, like I said, he is having transits that can possibly bring that, mm-hmm. um, but it won't be until later in the decade that they really start to hit his Scorpio stellium. And he's old, girl, he's, damn, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> So what do you say? Like, where's his break? I know, like, who knows if he'll be around, right? But, but, um, yeah, but I don't, I don't really see. And of course, you know, I'm sketchy about his birth time too. They have him as a Sag rising. Um, you know, if that's true, the North Node and eclipses are happening in his seventh house, which does affect like people and popularity amongst people. Right, right. So you know, he's got a a little bit of an advantage if that is correct. Um, but I also like to look at the 10th and the 11th houses too. Like you have major transits there, you have major eclipses and stuff. And if his, um, ascendant is correct, I don't see any of that pop in. And then the rulers of those houses in this chart they have for him, they're located in the 12th house. That's hidden. You know, that's not, um, being seen by the world Mm -hmm. and, you know, Mm -hmm. very much. And it's in Scorpio, like once again, and then, so I, I don't really, and then the, um, the rulers, there's not anything that's hitting the rulers of his, uh, you know, perceived 10th and 11th houses either. So I don't really see too many, I don't see as many strong points for him. There's a few, but not as many as the other candidates is what I, I feel and I see. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I ain't got nothing to say about that. Who's cause, cause you, 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 you hit it. I think that what you're saying is pretty, pretty dope. Next um gemini what you got to say yeah you know me me and uh cosmic homegirl are on the same page here mm. i was looking at his chart right. and i'm like oh my god I'm like how did he get here like right right he, <laughs> that's, that's he was funny. dreaming he was wishing upon a star with that neptune in the 10th house he was just dreaming <laughs> his way to that shit and it worked 
He got, right. I think he's a little intuitive too, y'all. Let me stop. You have to keep going, Gemini. Right. So, um, so yeah, when I was, so I looked at his initial chart, and then I was like, okay, he's old, and with people of his age, I feel like you're. Your progressions are very much important because that's speaking of the immediate point you're at right now. Like mm -hmm. a lot of the natal promises have been fulfilled uh, by then. That's so, deep. I like that. I like that. Right. And I, w I went to Spree's and progressed Aquarius, which is, is favorable for this time period. This is, this is what kind of, so I'm going to let y'all know, like, I'm going to take a guess on who I think is going to win. Wait, we're all going to do that at the end. We're going to do that at the I'm end. Not gonna say anything. I'm just going to say okay. I, I really just don't know because, <laughs> yeah, it can go either either way. So um, I've seen that, uh, you know, he is that uh, progressed progress Aquarius son, which is needed right now, which can show if he were to get elected, I think at this point his evolution, he'd be willing to let go of what I think a lot of others in his generation that uh pluto and leo not wanting to let go of that control i think he'd be more open-minded and you know him teaming up with kamala it that seems divine in that in that way because she's a person who would challenge him on particular things um, right you know so i don't necessarily like feel like he has any major um, transits that would necessarily support him winning on that day. But one thing, his Mars, his Mars, which is natally in uh, Scorpio, will be conjunct the transiting sun that day. And then that Mars uh, is progressed into Capricorn, which can still there, therefore signify coming into some type of authority. Um, and then the fact that he's Saturn in in Gemini, so and that you know with the North Node and everything going on at some point, you know being that authority as well. But yeah, just doesn't doesn't seem like a a a person that the 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 Aquarius age needs. It mm. it, it does it just doesn't feel like it's him. Then I just want to comment on the Scorpio stellium. Yeah, Scorpio energy is a thing where it's like, it's not what you can see. It's a feeling. It, it's a feeling. You're either attracted towards this person's energy or repelled by it. And once again, I just think at this day and time, 2020, uh, nah, that energy doesn't necessarily mesh up with popularity and and all of that. And I just feel like, we no matter what, we're not gonna really get a gauge on who this individual is. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. You know, so that Neptune in the tent to the public, he he remains some type of a mystery. And that in turn, I think could hurt his chances. But yeah, those those are my thoughts on on okay. Mr. Biden. Okay, okay. Karina, what's up? Okay. Karina gonna um, bring the realness. Okay, Karina. Okay, I'm gonna be quiet. <laughs> Y'all just let me know if I cut it out. Yes. Um, well, I think I agree with with most of what has been said before. I just think that the approach is if he's going to gain authority is 
a little interesting to me because he's already been vice president, you know, so I feel like he's been in authority. But I guess when we're talking about presidency, we're saying authority, the top chair. And so that I, I agree with, you know, with what everybody has said. But uh, when you look at like fame houses, I look at the 10th house for sure. I also look at the 11th house because that's like your followers. But I also look at the 7th house because I feel like that's your ability to relate to people. And with um, if this is accurate, Saturn in the 7th house is like his ability to um, be in authority and be relatable to, to people has been one of his main um like lifelong, you know, obstacles and trying to figure out how to really gain a, um, adoration and re relatability to people. Uh, but I think that he has been in an authoritative position for a long time and he's um, rise to that occasion. So I feel like, like what Gemini was saying about, um, you know, basically his NATO chart is aging and a lot of his life lessons have you know come to their end i i really feel i agree with that if if that's you know exactly what he's saying but um mm. that south node in the first house is going to be Ooh. probably one of the biggest things that tells me that he's at the end of what people know about him basically what you see about biden is what you're going to get there's not going to be any new stuff that i feel comes to the surface about biden um, and if you're looking for something very interesting to dig deep into Biden, or if I am, it's really just hard to find at this point. You know, I just think that what you see is what you get with Biden. Um, one of the things that I find is also that Saturn speaks to me so much in Gemini because um, he's been working on his voice, like working on his expression. I feel like there has been some questionable things about how he speaks maybe like stuttering or, you know, things like that. So I yeah. feel like yeah. there's just certain things about what's going on with Biden that it is because of age. He's just not at the forefront of it, you know, it, but he is where he is because of the work that he's done. And in a lot of ways, I feel like his chart is saying with Saturn in the seventh house um, with Neptune um, up there as well, that he's been working on his authority and being as, authoritative in a position that he's going to get in this lifetime Jeez. and that's pretty much my take on that wow okay i love each Ooh, i love this because you guys use so many different ways to come to your conclusions and i love hearing how all the different ways to use astrology astrology is just so vast and deep and just yeah so my take on biden i'm gonna i'm gonna have to get raw i'm gonna have to get a little raw and in the most objective tone that I can possibly try to, because I know the trolls is going to come for me with this, but I got to talk about what, what we're all talking about. So I notice there are a lot of videos and there are a lot of accusations that are accusing him of messing with young people. Okay. And, um, you know, there's the videos. Have you guys heard of any videos going around with him being too close to kids and stuff like that? Um, you guys heard anything about that? Seen anything? Okay. Well, I've seen, been seeing. Haven't. You haven't. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, me neither. Me Okay. So there are these videos that are going around. They call him uh, Pedo Joe or Creepy Joe Biden is this thing. 
that they have going on. And I believe to address that is that Uranus that is in his fifth house right now of children. Now, I'm not saying that because of that, he did it or he's doing that or it's true. I'm not saying that, but I'm just what is addressing that mix up in that issue. I feel like that Uranus that's crossing his moon, it wasn't good. It was nasty when it crossed his moon. It squared his Pluto, it squared his Jupiter. You know, it opposed his uh, 10th house. It was nasty. And I believe that that was those accusations that are coming out, which I think is being pushed under the rug really well, if you guys don't know about it. Um, also, uh, would also to address to that issue that, because these are for the people that aren't crazy, the people that are interested in this, because there's a, a certain half that are pro-Trump and are speaking about this. And then there's the other half that are pro-Biden and that are completely like, I don't give a shit what he did. I'm voting for Biden. I don't care. Somebody told me, I mean, people have said horrible things to me, like they don't care what he did as long as they can get Trump out of office. Um, I don't know if that's a good mentality, but hey, to each their own. So another issue I wanted to talk about is his Pluto is squaring his Mercury and Mars, which is conjuncting. I always think Mercury and Mars conjuncting, and especially in Scorpio, ill-aspected is nasty. I really don't like that at all. I think it makes a very power-hungry person. Um, and it makes a person um, like, man, if you piss that joke, you think Joe Biden's smiling? Okay, yeah, all that Sagittarius is in it smiling and shit. Uh, piss Joe Biden off. And um, like I said, I'm trying to be careful with my words. I'm not saying he's a hitman or he'll kill you. I am just saying he is a very strategic, formidable <laughs> opponent, okay? That's what I say, I gotta temper my words. He is a very strategic opponent. So he's gonna come for Trump this election. Y'all think it's gonna be sweet because he, he look all sweet and he old. I really don't think he's gonna play that game. I don't think it's gonna be that game. And I think his team, he's gonna have you know, a strong team behind him. Also, uh, I was making jokes when I said uh, he was intuitive, but I really do think Joe Biden is intuitive, y'all. <laughs> I think he's like, or he's got some kind of connection to the other side. If, if his sign birth time is correct, he's got very strong access to the spirits beyond. And I know it sounds crazy. This is just yeah. regular political dude, Joe Biden, but you really don't know what's going on behind this dude's. He, he, I mean, he's in the, he's like secret within secret within secret. And what I mean by that, everybody that's listening is the eighth house is the house of the secrets that are, we consciously keep. Okay. Scorpio. Scorpio is the secrets that we consciously keep. We know we're keeping this secret, okay? The 12th house is our unconscious. You know, I always get those two, not confused, but mixed up when it comes to the 12th house. The moon is subconscious and the 12th is unconscious, right? right. I don't know why I get those two. So yes, so now we got unconscious, unconscious secrets. So this is secrets within secrets within secrets in a person. Like Karina said, you are not going to get to the bottom of Joe Biden. All you're going to get is that smile, Sagittarius on the ascendant, if this mm -hmm. is correct, birth time. Another thing I did not like, Uranus opposing his Mercury. See, if you're going to have planets in Scorpio, for me personally, if I see somebody with planets in Scorpio, I want to see those planets, well, aspected of the dignities in, in good houses because it's like, how is this person using that Scorpio power? Now, mm -hmm. I believe in some ways he used it for good. I don't know about prison reform, which he will not, he, he has admitted, yes, mass incarceration, I did it, and I'm not saying sorry for it. You could look that up. He said it, he's not apologizing, and that's just the way it is. Um, 
And I also believe that has to do with that Mercury uh, conjuncting his Mars. Like, uh, you know, I said what I said, it is what it is. So as far as that day though, and this is, I'm gonna wrap it up y'all. As far as that day, um, I feel like it almost looks like whatever happens, he's gonna be happy with it. <laughs> Seriously, his Venus is gonna be conjuncting his Neptune which is also going to be trining his Saturn. He's going to have a Saturn trine Venus and Uranus trine Venus. It looks like he's going to be like, I'm cool, whatever. If he wins, he's happy. And if he loses, I think he's, he's going to be just as feeling just as good. And he's going to still get gains. He's still going to gain in some kind of, kind of way. And that's just my take on Biden. Anybody else want to chime in and throw stuff in on top of that? I, I just wanted to say that um, I love everything that you're saying. And I do think that he's, what's the word, impartial? which mm. sounds really crazy because he's the lead in the democratic side but i i really feel like that south node also speaks to the fact that it's not really about him at this point I love that. um and that that north node is is really it's about kamala i think because the seventh house is his partnership so i feel and I, like i like you know, what, sorry I, let me let no, you finish your sentence let me let you finish your sentence no no that's it i was just ran, rambling after that so <laughs> <laughs> I, to comment on top of what you were saying about that south node i thought that was so powerful when you when when uh the south node is on your body it's in your first house it's on your life yes what about you what everybody knows about you is lost is going to be gone forever now this can work to his advantage because everybody knows, has known him as vice president and uh, what else, I forget his other, you know, everybody knows him as that. His new thing could be known as president or, uh, you know, he, he could lose a lot because it's going into the house of losses after the first house. So, you know, losing himself, we, we you know, we wanna wish that he keeps his mind and so on and so forth. Anybody else? Gemini, I know you got something else to put on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Karina hit it on the head. Uh, I really feel this is about Kamala. It's very interesting because it's like um, when you say like like Joe's had a authority before, but I just feel like certain if this if we use this time in this chart, it just shows that like with him being a seventh house person, others like like others are always a part of his rule or um, his ability to express that, or like he has to check in with someone. So I just looking at it, I don't really see him as, as someone who others, others are gravitating towards on their own volition. Like it's, uh, Kamal is assisting his campaign greatly, mm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, and for going, going back to her, I just think she is, her energy, speak of her being thrusted into the the spotlight at this time so if if they do indeed win it'll be very interesting to see how the public goes about things because you know how people can and be sorry, sorry yeah keep going no so you know how people when they really like when they really mess with someone they let you know so it'll be a thing where we know she'll be championed within uh, the urban community. It would be interesting to see how the power play, the power dynamic between them uh, plays out. So yeah, I, and, I agree. And, and, and this, and Joe Biden is also about to have, ooh, this is nasty in his fifth house. Mars is about to conjunct his, his moon and square his Pluto and Jupiter. There's a big blow up coming up with Biden. 
I think there's going to be something that's going to come out with him. Um, that's not going to, at least gonna, not going to feel good to him. I'll just say it on a, on a simple level. Uh, April, sorry, what are you going to say? What did you say? It muffled. Oh, I just wanted to ask a question. What's up? Anyone, anyone can answer. Like, did anyone take a look at the dynamics between Biden and Kamala's energy? Please pull it up. As you were all talking, I wanted to do that. I was like, damn, that should have did sinistry. I got to do the sinistry on it, right? What? Yes, um, I would like to at, at some point. But um, but let's keep going for now. Okay. And in the end, while you know, while somebody's talking, maybe we could be pulling it up. Okay, because I think that's an excellent idea. I wanted to see that. Um, but but to uh, April, do you have anything to add? Did you add to this part to end it for Kamala uh, for Biden? Hello, you all right? You there, April? Um, Sorry. yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, no. Yeah, I got you. Oh, okay. Um, just that you know, if they have his correct birth chart online, um. Mar like I've noticed I looked at where Mars and Aries is at for all the candidates mm -hmm. like what houses they're transiting and if they're Beautiful. you know angling anything and stuff too um and if they have if you know if this is the right chart then Mars is in his fifth which is very competitive and then um for who's it oh for Kamala Mars is in her 11th which you know could be a disadvantage That's Mars opposed Mars ain't it yeah um for her her mars is in leo so okay sorry you would have okay. a mars uh trying she has a mars trine going on but still like mars in the 11th like when people go through a transit like that it's either they can be a fighter for the people or the people are fighting against, against them, them. Ooh, yeah. yes. so, clap, so, church, clap. You know, and then he has and if his is you know um, they, Mars would be in the fifth house for him, which is, it's just competitive and fifth house can be popularity too, in, in a sense, mm -hmm. but like, yeah. And then Trump, if they have his chart right online, um, his Mars will be in the ninth house at, at the time of the election, mm -hmm. um, is what I'm looking at. Mm -hmm. So they all have Mars in very competitive houses for them. Cause the ninth house is, is like your opinions and political stuff. beliefs. Yeah. Yeah. What you think, what do you stand for? Yeah, yeah, so they will, I think it's going to be like a good fight, you know, with all of them. But I just, I think um, there's some points here that are that are knocked off for both Biden and Harris with where Mars is at in my, from my vision, because, okay. you know, the, both those houses are like popularity with people. Um, so that th there could be like some backlash that they receive about some things right, or things right. they say at the time of the election and like even a little bit forward than that because Mars is going to be in Aries until January. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be retrograde until I think the end of November or something like that. Um, so yeah, I did look at look at Mars for him too. Um, well, for everybody, but yeah, I just so it'll make him. You believe that Mars is going to make him now? Let's say his chart is not correct and the moon is not there. Do you believe that Mars in the fifth house is still still going to be hitting Pluto as the month goes on? Do you still believe maybe it could turn to the competitiveness turning against him? What do you think about that? That last part. Um, <clears throat> I mean, if if there's too much um, egotistical stuff involved yeah because mm -hmm. yeah if somebody had you know when mars is in the fifth somebody can be on their soapbox a little bit too much you know 
and um yeah and if it's retrograde then they could do some stupid shit you know what i mean like yeah like just be a little too much on their high horse um you know that can kind of make people look at them like oh you just think you're the shit and i mean we don't like that you need to humble yourself and also uh bringing that back up again keeping it real talking about all sides of things um there are allegations that he's a p a p e d o people are accusing him that yes people are accusing him of that um allegedly i'm gonna say it again allegedly y'all i am not saying (laughs) that that is what it is but i'm speaking for the people and this is what the people are believing um and like i said this fifth house energy that uranus in the fifth house pluto is in leo and it is squaring mercury um all right keeping it moving um we ready to go on to the next candidate mr donald j trump donald j trump april just keep talking girl it's on you (laughs) (laughs) okay um so of course first thing i noticed with him because i'm really big on the north and south nodes like you cannot sleep on the nodes with anything in life i've learned hard lessons about that okay so my eyes were drawn to his nodal return and his nodal return is actually going to be exact at the at the on the election day damn Uh, it's gonna be 20 degrees so and you know if they have his birth time right that's in his 10th house and i use both whole sign and placidus so 10th Mm -hmm. and 11th houses um yes of being um a leader the president and also you know the masses are the is the 11th house so um it's an exact nodal return so this is definitely a, a make or break moment in his life um i did also notice that um you know in in the leo rising chart for him his vertex is at 22 degrees of capricorn and pluto is sitting right on there um so we've got that going on yeah he's got he's got some pretty powerful crazy transits but to me what intuitively i feel is is that it's um it's not it's going to be the end of an era for him with his nodal return and with the other change it's like like it's going to be a huge change yeah i think it's going to be shit april april oh no the fbi is tapping in y'all april you there okay we're gonna keep going um all right she's gonna come back she'll come back um but damn she was getting good y'all it was getting good this has been amazing no i'm here oh you're here okay okay now you cut it now yeah i was cutting out yeah i was cutting out really bad i think my connection is just whack and ghetto i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) all right start over though you were doing excellent start um, not don't start over but just um damn could somebody remember what point to tell her to start on what was she saying about um i was um i was just saying that i i feel like this is the end of an era for them yes like with um the note yeah with his um with his nodal return being exact on election day and um pluto is exact on his um his vertex point which can be a very a point where you have some like 
life-changing things happen mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. um i i just and some of the other chances too i just feel like it's the end of an era for him like he, and then plus you know looking ahead a little bit with uranus and taurus um if his uh 10th house is indeed taurus uranus being there it's gonna shift him into doing something else as a career and then plus you know when we have saturn and jupiter and aquarius they're going to move into his sixth house which is work and it, you know it it could go either way with that i think but um so you think donald trump is going back to work <laughs> that's just saying i'm just asking i'm just asking that's just saying He's yeah, like, down, like you know what fuck this president stuff i'm just gonna go back to work y'all yeah <laughs> pretty much he, he may be doing in in this decade he's gonna be doing something else or maybe working okay sorry okay yeah that's what i think wow. like because of the the heavy 10th and 6th house transits at the you know during this decade <clears throat> excuse me mm-hmm. and then plus you know um the eclipses are hitting him double because they're hitting Ooh. his moon they're hitting his sun um, the moon rules his 11th house, you know, so I, I just think because of that, it's just, it's a breakthrough time for him. But I think with the president thing, it means his time is up and he's, he's off to another venture in life um, going forward in the future, you know, so. Very interesting. Very interesting. Uh, Gemini, what's your take on this? Donald. See Gemini in the building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, okay, so excellent points, uh, April. I uh yeah, excellent. I'll I'll touch on his progressions again because he's also older. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is what I had noticed the first time I've when he was first running. He has a lot of aspects that speak uh, towards his his energy which make him favorable i think during the last election it might have been the nodes were going over on his, his ascendant uh, right wasn't it on his ascendant the node yeah uh, yeah right yeah. Where, right where he has the mars he has the, mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. star too. so donald like i really think donald's a great example of l- literally living out his chart uh, particularly wow. if we use if we use this one, mm-hmm. uh, so the nodal the nodal returns are definitely significant. Then when you when you look at the the progressions, uh, his he's Mercury ruled right, and yep. he had Mercury progressed into Leo, which Damn. is a, which is like you know the the king and and being in a, mm-hmm. a, a high stature. Then, he's got regular, sorry, he's got a regular, right? Which is mm-hmm. powerful, powerful, like a very captivating energy with people who have uh, energy around that fixed star. Mm-hmm. But so check this out. I'm looking at it in the sense of we're going into the age of Aquarius, right? Which one of these candidates really represent Aquarian energy? Which are which of them are Aquarian within their being? Let's not forget Donald has Sun conjunct Uranus. Like, they're, they're, he's as much as... And Rahu, too, sorry, makes him very zany and just weird with that Rahu. Weird, next right, week. right. And I think this is a part of the reason why there is an audience for him. This mm-hmm. is a day and a time. There's, and it don't matter at any point in time, there's always been a Donald Trump, someone who's thought like him and been in the position 
of power that he has. The difference is, it had it been in the past, people who who resonate with his ideology would have been a lot less um, prone to voicing their opinion. Whereas mm. nowadays, they're not afraid. They're not. So once again, all in all, I think he has some, just looking at the energy and how it plays out, him having an advantage, I think once again, he's in a favorable position. So, yeah. Um. I love that you said that about the generations, how you're speaking about what do the people want. It's about what everybody is speaking um, and what everybody, what are the needs of the time, everyone. Everyone watching this, you know, I, I want to speak to you all and to say that um, this isn't about our personal hearts and what we want. We're talking about this on a, a broad term and really considering the, the new age that we're coming in, which is extremely important. Because um, a lot of people hate this man, okay? A lot of people hate him, and it might be hard to hear these things. <laughs> when people say anything positive or, or not terrible about him, you're, you're deemed terrible because you're not speaking terrible about him, which is, is oxymoron. But anyway, but, um, so with that being said, I, think, I thought that was excellent, an excellent, excellent point. Uh, uh, Karina, what do you have to, to bring to this? Yeah, um, just to bounce off of what Gemini Brown was saying, I I think he's very favorable to still be in authority, you know, at this point. I do feel like what April was saying as well is that there's some sort of feeling of like an end of an era as well. I do see that because there's a lot um he doesn't have as much of a stellium as Biden does in the twelfth house. Actually mm -hmm. he just has Mars there. But Oh no, he has Pluto there. Um, but there powers. seems, yeah, there just seems to be like a connection with Donald Trump that is destined for him to be in this very position at this very time, especially as we all know, 2020 is, is a major transitional year. And I feel mm -hmm. like he's playing his role perfectly, it's, especially according to the stars with the North Node of Destiny being conjunct at the, on the day of this, you know. Um, one thing that I mentioned actually on my Facebook, because I've been uh, journeying into Vedic astrology, uh, Vedic and sidereal, and starting to learn about the nakshatras. And I, one day I was like, you know, let me just look up tr Donald Trump, you know. And um, I discovered that his ascendant and Mars is in the Maga nakshatra. Oh, shit. Like Rahu. That's Rahu. That's they pretty much... They stole a Regulus from MAGA. It's the same. Oh, you know? really? Well, no, no, no. I'm just talking shit. I don't know who stole okay. what, but I'm saying they're both similar. Regulus okay. and MAGA are... I'm sorry. Does anybody want to chime in on that and correct me or not? Because that's the king, right? MAGA's the king. Yeah, yeah. Okay, MAGA's okay. Okay, so I'm not bugging. I'm not bugging. Yeah, same shit. If I'm correct, the sub, the sub ruler of MAGA, is it, is it Rahu or is it... Um, I'm gonna look it up right now because I, I have it. Part. I have it in front of me. It is K2 actually. K2, K2. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Um, and you know what? I actually don't know that much about MAGA because I'm just new to this stuff. But mm -hmm. I just thought thought about the Make America Great Again and how that's that's MAGA, you know. And I'm wow. like, does this guy know, or is this some <laughs> kind of crazy ass coincidence? 
There's some crazy conspiracies, girl. Y'all, I'm telling you, everybody look it up. There's some crazy conspiracies out there about Trump and Tesla and Tesla's inventions, like Mm. that his father has some of Tesla's inventions about uh, time travel. It's crazy stuff going on. I don't know what's real and what's not, but there are, if it's a conspiracy, that means there's some truth. Look it up. Do your research. I get very frustrated when people are so hard on, that's not true, you're wrong, ready to beat me up. But it's like, have you looked it up? When's the last time you read a book? Is your only, how many sources of information do you you get your information from? You cannot just get your information from one source. I know y'all remember in elementary school, when we had to write reports, they said more than one source, okay? So, um, I'm sorry, did I cut you off? You weren't done. I want you to keep going. I just wanted to, uh, because I know that conspiracy stuff can be speculation, but this Mm -hmm. is not conspiracy. Mm. The symbol of MAGA is the royal throne. The deity of MAGA, I'm sorry if anybody correct me, Pithras, I think that's how it's spelled, but it's Mm -hmm. considered the fathers and the family ancestors. Right. Right. So this is about, you know, dynasties and changing dynasties, in my opinion. And all year long, there has been all of this thematic idea of kings and crowns you know what i'm saying so yes I'm like, yes trump is supposed it, everything is as it's supposed to be in divine order that's what i see mm-hmm. when i look at trump that's all that i have to say i don't that's have so deep. that is so <laughs> deep i think I, and i think that is something that everybody the reason why i wanted to have this talk is to to kind of show the people Look, this stuff is divine. Y'all could say we're doing this and we're doing that, but a lot of these things were set into place decades before us, okay? A lot of these things that happened, I believe, were already planned and people already know because they've been studying the stars, y'all. You know, they, they've been studying these stars, especially in politics, especially in politics. So when you, when you I'm glad you cleared that, you made that clear to everyone. No, y'all, this is not a conspiracy theory. This, this chart, this is real, what I'm seeing and the, what these things represent. You know, his family legacy is, is you know, is, is, it is what it is right here. Um, and uh, where else was I going to go with that? I kind of lost my train of thought and for a reason. So. Did anybody get to check out any synastry between uh, Biden and Kamala? Oh, wait, I didn't give my take. Wait, hold up, hold up. I didn't give my take on Trump. I didn't even say nothing about him yet. Right? You forgot because I was talking so much crap in between you guys. So I'm sorry. I'm not going to take long on Trump because I I was using my talking points. So here's the thing um, that I saw with Trump. Of course, that North Node um conjunction conjunct north no that sucker's is powerful and then that hits jupiter right because his jupiter is trining his uranus which is supreme luck when jupiter hits uranus that is the unexpected luck of fortune that's why he's where he is um and then you have uh jupiter trying his north node as well his path is blessed i'm sorry y'all homeboy's path is blessed in that sense and um north node is that that north node transit that's happening so all that is being activated, all right? All those things that I was saying is being activated with this North Node conjuncting North Node, that, that big life change that's happening for him. 
Now, another thing that I noticed, and if you guys check out my book, ABCs of Astrology, I discussed this. Uh, Whitney Houston had Mars retrograding in her eighth house when she was, I say when allegedly, I believe Whitney Houston was murdered. I don't believe that uh, she had died accidentally. Um, but uh, with that Mars in the eighth house, I, I believe that this, is, this could be an attack to his life. I believe that if, if his birth time is true, I believe he's got some serious enemies that's going to be coming for him around that time. Um, and enemies that are ready to settle a score, uh, ready to um, take his life, eighth house, or, you know, bring death. Um, and then I also, and I, I would love to hear you guys' opinions on that, uh, whether it's yay or nay. Another thing uh, I noticed with this election day, it's, it looks like it's good for him, but slightly disturbing. There's something disturbing about this day. Uh, the reason why I say this is with the um, the moon on the 10th. I mean, I, that doesn't necessarily have to mean disturbance, but that Venus is conjuncting Neptune. And his Neptune is already not making good aspects. And that's already in his, that's in his third house. And it, it could be the usual, he's going to say something, piss people off, you know, like he always does. It could be something like that. Um... But the vibe I get is, and I and I'm now I'm talking about vibes April, <laughs> and now I'm getting into more to touch with how I feel about what I'm about to say as well. So I love that you're doing that and you're acknowledging that. But it's just the vibe I get is that even if he does win, there's something that's just not quite so settling about it. It's just something. Even you know, it's a of course it's a natural rise to power, and it's it's where he's supposed to be if he does. And and Gemini, I noticed you had brought something up. Uh, in the first uh, talk we did about Donald, uh, you were saying a lot of things. You were saying that Donald is here to expose the people in his sect. That's also a part of the divinity. Do you remember that when you were saying that? Um, I, you know, I, I don't specifically remember it, but I, I, rem I would say this: it's it's Gemini. So Gemini is. Uh, <laughs> You know, both both sides. It's just a matter of uh, what what message you preach. You know. Yeah. So yeah, I can I can see my my thoughts in, in, in that way. Yeah. Anybody else? Uh, if, I, if I could ask Adam, something, I would love. Yeah. What's up? No, I just was gonna add that I I agree that as far as the day goes, it's like the election day. I'm actually doing the 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 day after when the results will be in. Uh, April, I said it earlier, Mercury will be turning direct, which is significant. Uh, then the the squaring that it's making towards Saturn in Capricorn, but oh. then the node, the nodes squaring Neptune in Pisces, which is confusion. And big I confusion. think going, go, yeah, big confusion. So we will, <laughs> we're going to be feeling weird or or uh in the clouds regarding the results and i believe going forward mm -hmm. uh, i think going into 2021 but 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 that confusion is going to lead towards um the themes that jupiter and saturn and aquarius were when they hit play. that zero degree when they hit that zero degree right um uh, i think it's december 21st it hits the zero degree jupiter and saturn together yeah right, yeah. right. so yeah I, I think I just so we can look at it in a sense of I think with Neptune you can look at it as like disappointment, sorrow, 
Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, collectively can be in for that, you know? And yeah. you got to think, about why would the collective, like who winning would the collective be, you know, not feeling too hot about that? It it comes back to Donald. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, That's be a some, I feel sad just thinking about it. I don't know what's going to happen, you guys. No, no, no. I'm not here to bring fear. It's not about fear at all. It's just, uh, this is a deep election. This is a deep election that is about to come up. There's something about it that is just really powerful um, that I believe we're all going to see. Uh, anybody else want to add in on that? Chime in? Well, I just wanted to say, I think we talked about this last um, time. Yeah, I... Go <laughs> ahead. Hello? Oh, yeah, no, go ahead. I'm okay. I, my I just want to real quick say that uh, last time we talked about this, um, we talked about how I think it was Donald's chart that we were saying, like, uh, cancer and the 11th house. And, like, like, there's a lot here that has to do with the themes of women. And mm-hmm. I feel like everything that you were saying, D, about there, there's certain there's a lot of opposition, you know, and whatnot. I really feel like it's coming from a strong, chaotic, feminine side of things. Mm. And um, the themes are around that. And I, I don't, I can't say what it, it exactly is, but I, I do feel that um, this, this has a lot to do with the Me Too movement, and mm-hmm. the Jeffrey Epstein stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like a ball rolling. And um, I think that the race relations stuff is, is not what I'm seeing as much as I see Saturn in the 11th house, you know, next to Venus. Um, oh, and that's, also, that's an interesting point. I want to just want to ask you real quick about, I want you to go yeah. into a little bit more detail with that. So you're saying, uh, how do I sum it up in my way? Like uh, everybody's talking about race and stuff, but it's not, it's this really that, yeah. it, that he's dealing with. Um, it's this issue, the Saturn Venus in cancer you're talking about, right? That's right. Okay. Right. Okay. That's going. the connection I want to make it to. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I just really feel like I wanted to talk about like nationality, but I don't really want to go there too much because that's just, it's beyond an astrology. Oh, you're talking about astrology and races, the astrology of races? Uh, no, not necessarily, but that could be also something to consider, you know, just, mm. I, I mean, yeah, like, we gotta do a talk on that. We need to do a yeah. whole talk on that. Cause I, we I have to, we have to all agree on like what aspects before we even go any further, like what aspects of the astrology are going to speak to race relations. So that's where I'm like, oh, I don't really want to touch on that as much, okay. but I, I do feel like it, it has a lot to do with you know, like Mars retrograde is a very big player for everyone personally, and it's going to be globally because of all of the squares to Capricorn and what's in Capricorn, right? So, and that, remember, that's government, and that's transformation, that's all that's happening, you know, and his uh, cancer placements, he has a stellium in cancer, and I just feel like a lot of this um, change in government is about the feminine aspects, you know, the cancerian the mother, you know, the nurture, the the women, things like that. That's that's my take on it. And the policies around those things, you know, because we're also looking at Jupiter in Libra, which pull in the more political stance on the 
rights of women and Mars and um, Aries, you know, now we're talking about the, the full square of the cardinal, like Mars and Aries is the sexual rights, you know? So okay. I feel like okay. this is maybe an underlying theme about Donald Trump and who his possible enemies are, where Ooh. a lot of people are saying, okay, well, he's a racist. Yeah. Something else to discuss, but I really feel like the feminine part is is the enemy part, um, and tying to what Gemini Brown was saying about, um, oh gosh, I've already lost my thought, but it was he was saying something about um, him exposing his group, right, or being the the exposer of that, right. Mm-hmm. So you've got Mercury in the eleventh house of his group, his society, his organizations right and he being a gemini that's the exposing of that right all of the maybe unfairness inequality and sexual abuse that maybe has been happening within his organizations so that's where i would take it he was the top lawyer i think he was the top there was something he did about the jeffrey epstein case he was the one to push it he pushed um bringing that case uh making that going bringing that case to trial it was something about, you guys could look it up, uh, Donald Trump's involvement in the Jeffrey Epstein case, but he was big on that. And he's also uh, very big on stopping sexual predators and human trafficking. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that also, again, women, children that hold all those themes, um, he's dealing with a lot for good and bad, for good and bad. Uh, That's right. And a Gemini is a perfect um, pl- placement because- It's not like, even though Virgo and Gemini are ruled by Mercury, Virgo, for me, feels more like I'm going to play the the innocent role, where Gemini is willing to be the best. I love it. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. They're willing to it, and they're willing to expose. You got Jupiter, square Mercury, probably talking a lot. He talks a lot, probably too much. And and the, the, the friends probably are irritated with that. His groups are probably very irritated with it. Um, and April, do you have anything to last add about Donald Trump before we move on and we just bring everything to a whole conclusion? Um, yeah, I'm sorry. My connection is so horrible. I, it's good for, I mean, but, it's good for So I hope you guys can hear me okay. Yeah, Everybody we're working it out. cutting out really bad. Um, but I, I was going to say that I... Um, I noticed that, you know, during this time through the end of the year, that while we still have Saturn, Jupiter and Pluto all in Capricorn, that they are still, they're opposing um, a lot of his, well, not a lot, but his um, Venus and his Saturn. And, you know, once again, I say Saturn deals with presidency and then Venus is the, um, the ruler of his, his midheaven, which, you know, his 10th house can deal with presidency too. So, you know, with the, the challenges of Pluto and Saturn um, aspecting those, I think that kind of, you know, gives him some challenges with being able to win because, um, you know, he does have that 11th house stellium. He does have the Uranus, the sun, the North Node and everything. So, yeah, I agree with what Jim and I said about him being popular amongst the masses, appealing to the people, and that Aquarian Uranian 11th house energy is very mm-hmm. present in his natal chart. So he, you know, there, I feel like it can go either way with him. Um, I'm kind of swaying more towards like him, you know, I don't know. I guess we're going to get to all that in the end, but um, 
But yeah, the challenges from Saturn and Pluto. I think the challenges from Saturn and Pluto to his um his Saturn and Venus. This is a Saturn opposition he's going through right now. Ooh. I think that kind of just you know it it really it can kind of stunt stunt things a little bit for him, like stunt his um his uh because you know the north node transiting the tenth and transiting the sun that's usually a time when somebody is really excelling in career whatever their career is and they have like it's i always say the like north node in the 10th house is like on the old super mario brothers video games when you get a superstar and you can just like (laughs) run through everything and grab whatever you want and you know um it's it's that time and you're obsessed with with success and obsessed with winning and achieving mm-hmm. and recognize he can't get enough he can't get enough it's about yeah and and usually when the north node is in the 10th it that is granted in some sort of way for people too so that's why i'm like yo like i'm kind of torn with him because he's got some ex- major challenging transits and then right. he's got some transits that can go either way you know like like i said the end of an era or it can accelerate him into you know, keeping his position of power or, or higher power, or whatever. So and you remember what I was saying, just to chime in on that again with that. That's beautiful. How you saw it. You see, it's really, really good for him. And it is really, really wild because remember when I was talking about that Mars and his eight, that Mars, remember Mars is being squared right now at that time. It's going to be, it's, it is now being squared by Pluto, Saturn and Jupiter. So Mars in his fifth house being squared, um, Mars in his eighth house being squared by Pluto, Saturn, and Jupiter in his fifth. To me, what that makes me feel like is, um, you know, it's like you have the rebellious people. To me, that's Mars. Mars is the soldiers. The rebellious soldier in all of us is Mars. And so that's the young people that are just like, we don't like you, Trump. And then you got the government like, well, we don't like you either, Trump, because you talking too damn much. And you're trying, you know, or let's call it the quote unquote Democrats. You know, they're like, well, we don't like you either. And so it's almost like uh, they both gain the, the people that are angry, just angry people at everything. And then um, you have that and the government's almost teaming up to bring this to an end, to bring this to a... Please. Yeah, and an- another thing I noticed in this chart, like I don't like I don't like to be like doom and gloom and, you know, and, and predict like death or anything like that. But... Um, if if they have his birth time right, his midheaven is in a conjunction with the asteroid Al Gol, oh, which shit. has to do with someone losing their head. And sometimes oh. that can be literally, physically. So when you were like, oh, Mars retrograde in the eighth and enemies and squaring Pluto, I looked at that MC and I was like, oh, Lola, oh, Jesus, help me. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, they're going to get out. Pray for him. Like, they, remember that, that picture of Angela Staten, they all got around him? They about to do that again. Because, yeah, it's going to get real. Okay, okay. So, all right. Yeah, so I'm like, yo, enemies might enemies might be wanting to come for his neck, like, come literally, if he wins. They might be like, we're not taking more, how many more years of this shit, man? Let's, enough, see, quote, <laughs> let's see, let's see what we know, can do. <laughs> there's so much, I mean, there's so many, uh, quote-unquote, conspiracy theories about that, too. Um, you know, enough is enough in the Illuminati cards. There's a card that apparently looks like him and it says enough is enough. And he says that a lot. Um, but anyway, uh, I just like to add that stuff in for fun and for stuff for people to look up uh, while they're watching this or whatever, listening to this. 
So now, um, does anybody want to go over real quick? Um, did anybody check out the synastry? If not, I just want to go into our conclusions and we're going to wrap it up. Um, but did anybody get to look at the synastry? I can pull it up real quick too. No, um, I haven't. I, I basically, I, what just stood out to me was with uh, Biden's Scorpio stellium, um, Kamala's Jupiter opposing opposing that. And to me, it kind of complements one another when we look at it in the sense of, of uh, energy. So opposition can be good. If you're, if you're really in your ego, it's like my way or the highway. But you think in the sense of, you know, things, the spirit of diplomacy, this made me feel like this could be an effective team. You know, um, if one is singing, not singing something correctly, if they're out of tune with what the collective wants or particular values, you know, Kamala's Jupiter can work well with, with Biden in that way. And I think there was something else that I saw. But that really, I found interesting, kind of like, you know how opposites kind of complete one another. So in this sense of presidency and vice, oh, and I think the next point was just that they both have Saturn and air signs. So Biden being Saturn and Gemini and then Kamal being Saturn and Aquarius, I feel like that also works well too, just okay. having that, that, that airy perspective. All right. That's interesting. It's very interesting. So what I did was, y'all know, synastry, that's my thing. I love looking at that stuff. So I just pulled it up real quick, the chart, synastry chart. Can I tell you that opposites attract part, that opposite part, I'm feeling you on that. I'm definitely feeling you on that. That Jupiter, um, he, uh, she, he needs that Jupiter. He, he actually needs that from her. And I'm going to tell you why. Because this is like a horrible ass chart. They, I don't know how the hell they got together. I think they got together because they emotionally, there's a moon conjunct moon there. You know, uh, his moon in Taurus, her moon on the verge of Aries. They, they have a, a similar, they feel, you know, like, I feel you, Kamala. But Kamala is like, she don't, allegedly, according to the stars, I would think of Kamala doesn't like a lot of stuff that be coming out of his mouth. She's right. Uh, Karina, you called it. You said it before. She was opposing him earlier That's she right. was she 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 still damn it is okay she doesn't like a lot of things about um the things that he likes and the way he talks she don't like that scorpio ish that saturn in aquarius is not feeling that low-key scorpio secret she probably like well say it say it joe well say it. What's, what's on your mind she she you know she really's not feeling that and from there i mean that that's pulls down i don't know if it makes him feel bad about himself but i don't think she makes him feel good about himself when she's around him either um, but there is a, an emotional support there that they have between each other. There's also, I see, um, you know, uh, I think she agrees with how he gets things done. She likes that Scorpio, that Mars Scorpio that'll strategically stick you. So she's digging. I think that she's going to be digging the way that he's going to try to win this election or the campaign team or Democrats, whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I always believe there there are two wings of the same bird. Okay, that's my opinion on politics. But you know, to play both sides, I I, I really see that. I also see um, in this industry that um, Camilla be throwing a lot of smoke on Biden. Be confusing the hell out of him. Her Neptune is conjuncting his Mercury, his his Sun, his Venus, and the Jupiter is opposing that. You know, she 
she might even disappoint him a little bit in some way. I don't know, maybe steal his election. Like, get out of here. Y'all ever seen the five heartbeats and the dude was playing on the piano? She might pull one of those. I don't know. I don't know, (laughs) y'all. I don't know. But I thought that was, I think that is very interesting um, looking at this sinistry chart. Like, they are really coming together for the mission for the people, not because they are like chummy, chummy, chum, chum. Let me look at something real quick. Real quick, y'all, I just said out to add to this. I wanted to put her with Trump for a second to look at their synastry. That's a good one. Let's do because, that. yeah, I, and I feel that, um, no. I was going to say they might get along better, but no. Mm-mm. Trump does not like Camilla. Uh, yeah, they, they're very strongly opposing each other. And, you know, of course we see that on the media and she, she makes that clear. Um, but yeah, nah. Yeah, I just can I add this? I would just say this. Please, um, yeah, yeah, please. I, I always love, I always love full people born on full moons and stuff. They're they're very interesting to me. Mm. Uh, Aries, the Aries Libra axis is one where it's like no matter because it's other people, it's yourself and other people. That energy is so strong that like yeah, like they'll this this type of Libra could never be a pushover because yeah, she's nah. aware of her rights. And her, her and Trump both have Mars and Leo. Sorry. Individual. Right, yeah. I, I look at Leo as like a political um, energy as well because it yeah. has to do with leadership and, and you know, favor and all of that. That's right. Um, but yeah, so, yeah, I do think, I just think in general, whether it's Biden, whoever, her energy is, she... She's an aggressive person. She's an aggressive person and hip. If you're just viewing it through the sun, you you may not see it at first, but yeah, I feel like she kind of holds She's people. strong. Yeah, strong, right. Her yeah, sunshine, so. yeah, that sunshine Saturn and Libra. She is very strong on the truth and da, 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 and I will put you in jail if you don't take your damn kids to school. I remember I saw that video and she, she said she wasn't playing. And she was smiling about it, too, boy. She was laughing, too. I'm going to put your ass in jail. You got to take your kids to school. Okay, so conclusion, wrapping it up. Um, For me, who do I think is going to win? I don't think anybody's really going to win, considering the environment, the the time. It's just so unclear. I don't, I agree when we were saying, like, we won't know. The Mercury and the day Mercury goes retrograde is the worst freaking day of retrograde. And I think, like I said, these people up top, they know astrology, y'all. I think we are insane to believe that the people higher ups that plan these things do not know. Now, you're going to tell me out of all days of the damn month, you're going to schedule an election that on a retrograde? I mean, on a, on a forward motion of retrograde, please. Y'all can't play me. So my conclusion is I don't think... I don't think anybody's really going to win. I think that something is going to happen that is going to change the structure of presidency as we know it. Um, yeah. Uh, there's a saying, you know, there's a being in, in numerology uh, that's going on. There's a saying going on. Um, Trump is the 45. 45 is nine. Nine is the number of completion. Uh, so it is believed he could be the last president. And that to me it's not too far from uh a lot of the things that are going on in this world um so other conclusions april what's your conclusion on things 
Wow. You know what? I haven't even thought about that, about what you said, that he could be the last president. Mm -hmm. That's a trip. And then I've been really, really into um, Age of Aquarius stuff and these outer planets moving into Aquarius, you know, in the next couple of years and changing the whole world. But, you know, we're here in the U.S., so that's kind of what we're what I'm focusing on the most. Um, so that could absolutely be true. You never know. You know, the age of Aquarius is doing it different, different than we did in the past. And the last time Pluto was in Aquarius is when the U.S. was established or it was um, uh, when it was becoming established. We established it when Pluto was in Capricorn, but then yes. Pluto and Aquarius followed to where we had um, a lot of things come start to come together more, you know. So the return of Pluto and Aquarius could be indeed the destruction of what where it was last time and redoing it. So, wow, that's something to think about. But um, I would love to come back with you guys if you want. We could talk about this later and speak about Ascension 2020 because y'all are all like looking at the, you know, speaking about it astrologically. I would love to do that, but just throwing it out there. Okay. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, in conclusion, I, I feel like um, if I were to, you know, rate the candidates as like who I think has the better chances of winning, I would say um, from my observations, number one is Harris, number two is Trump, and number three is Biden. Mm -hmm. I like that. I think I, I really think Harris, um, because of her Saturn return, the nodal return, um, and then just looking at the Aquarian age that we're like really accelerating into and maybe having a woman president for the mm -hmm. first time. Mm -hmm. If she doesn't, if she doesn't get it this time, then maybe if she runs the next time, she might when we're yeah. further into like when Pluto is in Aquarius and stuff like that. And her, her Saturn return will be, um, it'll be over at that time. And maybe she will have learned a lot from this experience to maybe come back stronger next time. And if her birth time is right online, then, mm -hmm. you know, it may be um, when uh, Saturn is in her 10th, um, which could indicate like, you know, being in a high position of authority, but getting a, it being a challenge, you know, it's, it'll be a challenge, but she, she could be put up there. Um, so yeah, I just feel like she is number one, uh, Trump number two, because he's got, like I said, you know, both sides, I'm a seventh houser, so I can't help but see both sides. Um, but he's got like some extreme um, advantage, like transits to give extreme advantage and some that can give an extreme disadvantage going on at the same time. So I'm like, yeah. on the fence, man. It's but not easy. It, and that's why I said, it's, well, even if he wins, it ain't easy. It's not an yeah. easy win. It's just not comfy and smooth like yeah i won let's party nah. nah people might be coming for that neck they gonna man. come for him that's, <laughs> as I said, that's why i wanted to do this video y'all don't lose your mind i think people are gonna really be losing their minds whoever wins and i wanted to have this to just show everybody like look you should have said no i mean not hard hard set but there's things that are going on under the surface y'all it's bigger it is so much bigger than your ballot not saying your ballot doesn't count. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying that the story is bigger. Um, now, moving on to uh, Gemini, what are your conclusion and thoughts on this? Yeah, so it can really go any way, honestly. Uh, looking at it, of the three, Biden's chart is the least favorable. <laughs> but Harris 
is a really good companion for him and I do believe will winner winner loss will result in him doing better than he would have done without her okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so basically what it, what it boiled down to was me looking ahead and saying looking at that Jupiter and Saturn conjunction now just isolating that alone we can look at that as as if it as a leader, a new age leader. So I believe that that is uh, rep- that conjunction is going to be representative into uh, the school of, of Aquarius, of, of new age thinking and, and changes getting done. So I, I look at 2021 to be a very progressive and further transformative year. So with that said, I, I just don't, and I don't, if, Trump were to win, I don't see that being able to be executed. I feel like it would be the the uh, establishment, Capricorn, continuing to hold on to the power. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, so ultimately what I'm saying is I think that Biden and Harris will win. And then, just going off a little bit of what um, April was saying, this puts Kamala to, because once Pluto gets into Aquarius, this is, things are different, non-traditional. So that woman president. So different. Yeah. Wow. I like it. The, the, or, you know, a political with a a political person, leader with a different mindset, someone is going to represent that Aquarian energy. So Mm -hmm. I feel like the changes are going to get started sooner than later. So with that said, I think I think they'll they'll take it. But okay. We, we got <laughs> okay. Okay. And Karina, what are your conclusion thoughts? Because I love how we all have different kind of flows to it. It's a nice mix, a nice plate of uh, appetizers right here. Okay, Karina, what are your thoughts? Conclusion thoughts. I mean, it's it's really hard to predict. Um, when I think about winning, I think about Aries. And with Mars being retrograded Aries, I just don't think there is a win in this mm. situation. Um, I feel like Kamala is wants to win because she's got that moon in Aries and she's determined to win. Mm. Um, I just think that with that Mercury retrograde happening on, you know, finishing up just before this happens, um, it reminded me that when Bush went against Gore um, in 2000 elections and there was this lull that happened because Florida was, um, there there was some kind of discrepancy with Florida. That election also happened on on the Mercury retrograde. Wow. So I feel like this is an extension of that. And with the way that the planets are, um, specifically Mars retrograde, because to me, I'm like, that to me is who's going to win. Mm-hmm. There is no winner. I don't know. You know, I really, I don't know. I think that Trump is going to maybe appear to have won. That would appeared. be my best guess. But appeared, we don't know. Like, right. we're, wow. Because there's so many ways, like we're saying, this could go. He could appear to have won off with his head. Now right. Biden, Biden getting too old. He, you know, his, his, the South Node on his first house, he gone. Come on. Right. It could be, right. yeah, it could be anything. It could be all three of them win. Because that's what, honestly, 
I, I was seeing that too, like in a sense of, because remember I told you, he, uh, Biden had Venus in his 10th house. He good wherever way. It seemed like he was going to be fine no matter what happened. Um, yeah. So that could also be leading to that conclusion I just said prior. Uh, wow. Wow, y'all. So is anything, I guess we, we could wrap it up. I mean, we, we, we covered this whole thing from top to bottom, from the shoes to the top of the head. That's right. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think this is great. So um, I just want everybody to first put their plugins again because we have some amazing astrologers on here, everybody. So you can go to all of their pages, all of their sites. Um, April, let us know. And, and just all of us, all you guys, let us know where to find you. All right. Uh, first of all, I just want to say that um, I'm very grateful that I get to be up here like talking about this with you guys because everybody's so dope and so brilliant and I'm just like smiling the whole time like yeah I'm, I've been putting my mic on on mute though but I've been going yeah when it's on mute <laughs> I'm the yeah person I'm the yeah hyper yeah, yeah that's, right. that's right I gotta you know I'm a cheerleader <laughs> but yeah so um but anyway you can find me on YouTube under Cosmic Homegirl and on Instagram at Cosmic Homegirl as well i'm on twitter sometimes under at cosmic homegirl and that's where i'm at the most so are you providing readings are you giving any readings now um i will be again this fall so my website is my website is indigomoonastrology.com so just stay posted for when i'll be offering readings again okay excellent excellent gemini brown I so I tell you when I met you, I was just thinking about when you were talking. When the first day I met you, we were we were working with Sam Reynolds, and you yeah. guys check y'all y'all can check out Sam Reynolds on Netflix right now with Bill Nye the Science Guy. He put us on me, yes, Karina, me Karina and Gemini met in Brooklyn <laughs> and Best Buy, um, with under Sam Reynolds giving us work, giving us work. But I remember when I met you, Gemini, you came up to me with this big smile and a bow tie, and I was like, I got to know this dude. But yes, tell them tell them where to find you, how you give readings and so on. All right, right. Yeah, just to touch on that. That was that was I remember that too. And you know, yes. the three of us the three of us are local, so how we gotta we gotta link up, you know, do something. No, uh, I'm not. You got I'm in LA now. I'm not local. What? Oh, oh, nah. So now she's minute. local to me. Right. You're in LA? <laughs> Wait a minute. April, you've been in LA? You live you've been LA this whole time? I'm sorry. Let me not tell you. Business. You're not too far from. Get out of here. Okay. Yeah, okay. we're we're not too far away. Okay. But I, I'm a Scorpio rising. I so know. My we'll bad. Talk my off, bad. Off of a... right, right. I tried to. <laughs> right okay. Okay. But um, no. Well, go I ahead, Gemini. My bad. Right. Right. Not okay, but yeah, I. It's good to know. But yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. But anywho, y'all can find me on, like I said, YouTube, Gemini Brown. Uh, I. I'm currently, I do readings and things like that. You can email me, GeminiBrown618 at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram. And uh, yeah, I look forward to collaborating with you ladies again. I know I want to have D come on my on my channel. We could promote your book, you know, all of that. I think that's a great thing. Uh, Karina, April, yeah, let, let's work. Yeah, I definitely think uh, we need to keep getting together again like this because we have a nice magic that happens here when we're on 
um, Karina, let's let's plug them in. Plug them in. Tell them what you're doing. Yes. Well, first, thank you, Dee, for inviting me and congratulations on the book. I'm definitely going to cop you. my copy. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So my, it's mainly my YouTube where I do my astrology. I mean, I'll play with it in other places, but if you really want to get it, that's where I'm doing it. Um, and it's I of Karina, E-Y-E of O-F Karina, K-R-E-N-A. And um, I do not do readings much these days, but I do have a course, an astrology course on oh, excellent! And I excellent. just teach my way that I have learned mm-hmm. of how to do astrology. And that's pretty much it. Excellent. So you guys got courses here. You have YouTube. You have a plethora of astrological information to get deeper and deeper on this. I encourage everyone to empower themselves with this knowledge because you see how we can sit here and do this. And so when election time comes, we're going to be sitting with popcorn. All right. We all going to be sitting there. Well, I hope that, you know, I can only pray that I'll be comfortable enough in my life to be able to sit (laughs) and popcorn. You know what I mean? But, um, so yeah, I am so thankful that you guys came on and, and I was willing to work. I didn't care how many times we had to cancel. I wanted us, each and every one of us, to do this again. And I am so beyond uh, impressed with how it came out. This came out even better than I thought. I said, oh, it's going to be juicy. I can't wait to post this. Okay. So, um, yeah, we can, we're going we're gonna to say goodbye. All right? All right, ladies. Great chopping it up with y'all. Excellent cool. chopping it up. Peace and love to everyone. Love you guys. Yep. Right. Yeah. Bye-bye. Much love, everybody. Thanks for sharing your your brilliant minds. <laughs> Astro D, y'all, is off the chain. That is off the chain, y'all. It's going to be awesome. And to stay in touch, hit me up on Instagram at Astro D-E-E stars 5. Take care.